0: hello hello so sorry to have missed the last few days uh, but between the four game a day schedule and uh, oh yeah I've got work too <laughs> fell a little behind but finally enough dilly-dallying let's get right down to my catch up going back for review uh Poland versus Colombia this one finishing Colombia three to nothing. Colombia really opening this one up, taking it to Poland, and uh, Poland exits the competition. Hamas with some excellent passing to set up a couple of the goals, including a wicked and wild pass all the way across the field uh, at half field to find a streaking cuadrado. Every now and then, it is the pass that makes a great highlight, and uh, this was definitely one of them, so check it out if you can. The other match in this group, Senegal versus Japan, finishing 2-2. Senegal will feel hard done by this one, giving up the lead twice but Japan just finding a way to punch above their weight. Keisuke Honda getting the final equalizer in this one, setting up a wild match day three for this group tomorrow. I'll get into the scenarios a bit later. England versus Panama, 6-1. Uh, this one was done in a hurry. England just too much for Panama, and a few penalties helps too on your way to getting six World Cup goals. Uh, Captain Kane gets a hat trick in this one. Saudi Arabia versus Egypt... Uh, Saudi Arabia winning this one 2-1, to one. the first of the meaningless matches in this round, as harsh as it is, uh, no disrespect to the two teams, but it has no effect on the group no matter the outcome in this match. Uh, good goals, however, in this one. We did see a glimmer of what could have been for Mo Salah. He gets the goal for Egypt in this one, off some nice touch play, but off-field drama for him and Egypt, though. A day before the game, it surfaced that Salah might quit the Egyptian team. Egypt have been stationed in Chechnya during the World Cup, and the controversial leader of Chechnya, Ramzan Kadarov, made a meal out of the PR opportunity, making Mo Salah an honorary citizen of Chechnya and blasting social media about it. Salah feels a bit used, and he's upset with the Egyptian Football Association, uh, the governing body of Egyptian football, as uh, they seemed okay with the publicity, and... Salah has gone so far as to claim both sides did not have the proper rights to use his image in this matter, so it's kind of a bit of a mess, and not much is likely to be settled before the end of the cup, so only time will tell. But being just 26 years old, he has a lot of time left in his career, and this would be a huge blow to Egypt's future. Uruguay vs. Russia, finishing 3-0 in favor of Uruguay. Uh, The decider of who finishes on top, and Russia just seemed to fall apart in this one. Sloppy defensive play all around. A double yellow card leading to a red in the 36th minute, and Uruguay made the most of it. In soccer, a yellow card is like an official warning that you will be kicked off the field. A red card is a straight dismissal off the field, and two yellows equal one red. Yellow cards can accrue throughout the tournament, so if you get too many yellow cards over multiple games, it shows that you maybe have some dangerous play, so you get suspended from uh, the next game when you reach a certain number. But everyone gets a clean slate if they make it to the quarterfinals. So both main strikers for Uruguay in this one, Suarez and Cavani getting a goal each and an own goal, Cheryshev putting it into his own net for the third. Iran versus Portugal, this was a wild one, finishing 1-1. First of all, the coach of Iran is a Portuguese legend, so that creates intrigue right there. And Iran just took the game to Portugal as best they could, attacking from the beginning, taking whatever they could get, opening themselves up to attack, but uh, the plan seemed to be working. They played with some passion and belief. A beautiful goal, though, from Choresma gave Portugal the lead, and Iran put them in such tough positions, creating many chances for a penalty, and they finally got one, converted and held on for the point, almost won the game a moment or two. Maybe should have been another penalty in there, but Portugal just do just enough to make it through. Spain versus Morocco, the other match in this group. Morocco will feel hard done in this one. They took the game to Spain despite being eliminated and, and seemed maybe the better side most of the game, but Spain kept their class and composure and found their responses. Portugal and Spain advance, barely. Spain finishing just on top of Portugal, the tiebreaker being that Spain has scored six total goals so far. Portugal only has scored five, so that's the tiebreaker there. Iran proving a torrid opponent for both, showing that they can play defense. But uh, nevertheless, Spain will take on Russia and Portugal will take on Uruguay in the first knockout round, uh, the latter of which being the more interesting match, I think. Peru versus Australia, this one finishing 2 to nothing. Peru showing why they belonged in this World Cup, scoring a couple great goals, nearly getting a third in this consolation match. Denmark versus France, sadly the first 0-0 draw of the World Cup, no goals in this one for the first time. But both these teams didn't want to risk dropping points as a draw put both through. And so conservative play all around. France finish on top of the group. They take on Argentina next. Probably the most high-profile matchup so far in the knockout stage setup. Denmark will take on Croatia. Argentina versus Nigeria. Whew, I'm sure you saw the headlines on this one as Messi lives to be eliminated another day. Final score was 2-1. to one. Messi getting a nice goal in for the lead, but Nigeria would tie off a penalty. They nearly got another penalty, but the handball that wasn't from Marcos Rojo, a lot of debate over this one, as the ruling was that the contact was not intentional, but others would argue his arm was in an unnatural position. These two phrasings, intentional and unnatural position, they create such gray areas that there will always be debate over these kinds of handballs, and Marcos Rojo would breathe a sigh of relief, get downfield, and secure the win for Argentina, surprisingly the defender putting the finish on this one in the 86th minute speaking of handballs you may have seen throughout the game a camera angle dedicated to a very passionate and wacky argentina supporter in case you didn't catch the commentators uh, that was diego maradona golden boy of argentina from 1977 to about 1994 and one of the best players to ever play the game not without controversy though His passion led him to be a wild figure off the field, some drug problems and health issues, and uh, on the field, he is most known for his performance in the 1986 World Cup. In the quarterfinals that year against England, he would score a goal with what at first glance seemed like a header, but upon closer review, it was his hand. No foul was given, so the goal would stand, and it would come to be known as the hand of God. Look it up if you want to see some soccer history. Iceland versus Croatia, the other match in this group. Iceland, much to the dismay of many fans, exit the tournament. They created some great chances in this no-Cinderella story here. They created some great chances in this one, but as it has seemed, all-tournament, just couldn't finish. They would get one through a handball in the box, penalty converted, but Croatia, just too much class and technical ability. They join Uruguay as the only teams to win all three opening matches. Belgium or England could do so tomorrow if one of them beats the other. Argentina squeaking, again they take on France and Croatia finish atop the group and will play Denmark. On to today's matches, Sweden versus Mexico, three to nothing. Sweden won this one. Mexico not looking good today as Sweden took the game to them. They look good today and getting goals in the run of play. They bounced back after heartbreak against Germany last match and gave themselves a deserved trip to the next round. They seem to be picking up some momentum, so watch out for them. Germany versus South Korea. Headlines galore as Germany crash out, embarrassingly so. Embarrassing for me as well. I picked them to stay consistent enough to win it all, and now some humble pie for me. I gotta pick a new winner. They just needed one goal to advance and could not find it, although I have to question how much they looked for it. Very little movement off ball, so defenders for Korea have an easier time tracking the players they mark, and Germany just relied on crosses and outside shots... South Korea seemed to stack vertically at times defensively, opening up the wings, and Germany did not seem to really utilize the space very well. Not really any interplay to open up the middle, and, and they just pay big time for not, really, for not really trying. I don't know if they just didn't have enough energy. The style of play just wasn't the right choice, and they had no plan B. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, their coach, Joachim Love, is out of the job after this, and South Korea just stayed on their toes, waited for the opportunities, and they got a lucky one. Scored one goal, and Germany would send their goalkeeper up to attack, opening up the goal, and South Korea would hoof it downfield for the second. Final score, 2 to nothing. Brazil versus Serbia, also 2 to nothing. Brazil just doing their thing, playing the Joga Bonito, the beautiful game. A great touch over the goalkeeper for the first goal from Paulinho and Thiago Silva, hammering home the header for the second. Some might think, really, only two goals, Brazil? but water never boils right away, Brazil picking up steam as they hit into the knockout round. Switzerland versus Costa Rica, this one finishing 2-2, two to two. as one commentator described the theater of the bizarre in this one. Uh, more towards the end, but first off, Costa Rica already being eliminated seemed to unshackle their offense with nothing to lose, earning some great chances to get the lead, making everyone wonder, where was this the first two games? Uh, Post hit a few times in this one, however, Switzerland would counter... The strong Costa Rican attack to get the first goal. Then Costa Rica heads in the equalizer off the corner. Switzerland takes the lead back. An almost penalty towards the end of the match for Costa Rica. Ruiz rolled off sides, thus negating the following foul. That would have led to the penalty. But then they would get their penalty, and this one is one of the most ridiculous you will see in a World Cup. The goalkeeper guesses the correct way. Ruiz striking the crossbar and the ball cannons out, bounces off the keeper's head and goes in. So an own goal for the ages to finish this one off. Definitely look up that video to see one of the weirder World Cup goals you will see. Switzerland advance, however. They take on Sweden in the knockout stage on Tuesday and Brazil will face Mexico, a classic go in the makings on Monday. Lots of passion will be ever present in this game. Very exciting indeed. Today showed that Even though a team is eliminated, they manage to find something to play for. Perhaps they want to do their best to create justice. So in the case of Germany today, South Korea maybe wanted Germany to earn their way in, even though South Korea has been eliminated, and they just couldn't. And I think a lot of soccer-loving fans would agree that Germany did not deserve to go through. Poor play, all three games, and uninspiring soccer, save for Cruz's match winner against Sweden. Another factor in the mix is that young players want to prove to their coaches and countrymen that they belong on the national team, so these games serve as an opportunity to build one's reputation on the international stage. A good goal goes a long way here. All right, so with that, let's preview tomorrow's matches. Senegal versus Colombia, the second and third place teams in this group, and the Claws are out, making this one the match to watch tomorrow, I think. Colombia has to go for it in order to avoid elimination and leapfrog Senegal. They can do it for sure. More flair than the Senegalese and Senegal will be feeling the frustrations from that second match versus Japan. I think Colombia are winning this one. Japan versus Poland. Poland out and Japan on top, but they are not 100% safe. If Japan loses and Colombia and Senegal draw, Colombia has the better goal differential and would go through on that tiebreaker. I think this one is a draw, however, as Japan only need the one point to advance, so expect them to play very conservative. England versus Belgium, a matchup of titans, but they're both through already, and the head games are on to see if it's better to make a statement win and keep momentum going, or is it better to play relaxed and conservative, resting your stars? I know that Romelu Lukaku, the big and fast center forward for Belgium, he's recovering from injuries, so why would you risk him? if you need him to go further in the tournament. Nevertheless, if backup players take the field, they'll be fighting for future starting spots on the squad, and it should make for a good match regardless. Panama versus Tunisia is the other match, but both already eliminated, so a consolation game for both. Expect open play and probably some fun goals. I know Panama brought their shooting boots to the tournament, fizzing a lot of shots in over the first two games, but only able to put one in. I think, I think they win this one with a nice goal or two. All right, that does it. Be sure to get your football watching in tomorrow as Friday is sadly our first break from the exciting soccer action. Unless MLS gets you excited, Minnesota United take on FC Dallas, but uh, don't get me started on MLS. Happy watching, people.